world of Pokemakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD. For some people, Pokemon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokemon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time we talked about the Elite Four. Yeah, we talked about each of the members, each of them being from a different past region to play into our theme of the different regions. Yeah. We talked about the champion as well, and the location of the Pokemon League, Lake Cosmo, based on Crater Lake. Mm-hmm. And we made... Just Strike. Just Strike. Well, we had a whole evolution line. Yeah, Just Strike was the final evolution. We made our pseudo-legendary kick it, the pure fighting-type psychic Pokemon, evolving into Vigilite, the fighting dark vigilante Pokemon, and Just Strike, the fighting electric hero Pokemon. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about the town map. So for that, we're going to head to the town map. <laughs> Alex, it's finally time for us to just vaguely go over the whole idea of the map so that in future we can talk about specific areas. Like, we can finally talk about our Redwoods area and our mountains and even just the roots. Yeah. I think today we're just going to vaguely talk about everything so that next time we can really get into the nitty gritty. Primarily putting the gym towns in order. Yeah. We've got the gym towns in their positions and like their connections to other areas and even just discussing there's going to be some areas here that we haven't decided yet. Yeah. Sort of working out what goes where and what areas do we need to create things for. So how should we start? We could start in the middle and work our way out. Yep, that's flawless. Let's uh-huh. start in the middle. Yeah. What's in the middle of the region, Alex? The Elite Four. Yep, I think we mentioned that last time, but our Lake Cosmo is slapdash in the middle of this region. The region itself has like a vague S shape along the curve of the coast. But then obviously there's a big watery area and then there'll be like trees and mountains cutting you off a bit at the side. But maybe there's some hidden things in there too. Yeah. So at the center we've got a lake. Presumably Victory Road is around there. Yeah, we have a circular route around the lake. But then just off of that route, so between the route and the lake itself, is Victory Road in whatever form that takes. Okay. Is that like a smaller circle around the lake? Kind of. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I mean part of it would probably go through the lake. Oh. The lake might be part of Victory Road itself. Victory Road doesn't just have to be a cave. It can be all manner of things. It could be a more wooded area. It could be a mix. It could be the water you have to surf over to get to the Yeah, various challenges. I think we should start at Red Beach because... That's my starting town. Wow. I guess we'll just build up to my gym leader as the ultimate final gym leader then. Cool. Sounds great. So Red Beach is going to be on the southern coast. It's got two routes leading out of it. One is going to be heading up towards San Vincenzo, which is where Alex's actual gym town is based. Mm -hmm. And then another one that might be a bit of a later route. Maybe you need the surfboard that you'd probably get somewhere around San Vincenzo. Or maybe you need some other stuff. Probably goes across the mortuary area. And then we're going to have a route that leads to an area we just don't know what that area is yet. Yeah, something in between Red Beach and Billsboro. Yeah, so and then another route that leads on to Billsboro, Tom's Gym Town. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the most southern town that we've got in Olsea. You just come back to that a little bit later. Yeah. Also another route leading north from Billsboro, or you're more likely to have come south from this route because that route leads out of the Tar Pits area. So you start at Red Beach. The first town you're going to go to is San Vincenzo. So there's a route from Red Beach to San Vincenzo. From San Vincenzo, you have the option of going north towards the Redwoods area, yet to be named, or east towards the Tar Pits. Yet to be named. Yet to be named. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And from the Tar Pits, again, you have an option of going north or south. Yeah, so the Tar Pits connect also to Billsborough and also lead on to Harmonia Village in the Redwoods. 
So a bunch of different routes, there's going to be different paths you could potentially take and different ways to navigate it a bit because... Alex, what's the theme of our game again? Choice! Have I have I talked about that at all on, on the podcast? Choice and enjoying the journey. <laughs> have I ever talked about how this game got lots of choices? Yeah. <laughs> so we want to make sure that there's not any one specific route that you yeah. have to take. I think once you get closer to the center, that's where it sort of breaks up into two sections where like there's only one way past the center essentially. Kind of. But yeah. like, as long as you hit all those gyms in whatever order before you head too far north, mm-hmm. you're fine. You can do them however you want. Yeah. Heading north from Harmonia Village in the Natural Harmonia Reserve, you go to, again, another area of another route that we haven't quite decided yet. We think maybe there's going to be a small town there. Yeah, or sometimes they have, like, power plants or yeah, farms or... area to explore. Something, like maybe a couple houses in, a, in an interesting building. Yeah, more areas yet to discuss. Yeah. Then heading west from there onto another route. You end up in Kurtzton. Kurtzton. which has actually got, like, a bunch of connections going on. Kurtzton will be the nearest town to Starland, which, again, you might be able to go onto that route at least and be able to sort of get there but not quite. You don't have a ticket. Yeah, you don't have So you can't get in yet. Yeah. But Kirsten's also got multiple other connections. Kirsten is of course a port town so if you're heading north from Kirsten you'll be able to get Captain Pegg's ship and head on up towards Asdale which is kind of their gym town-ish. Mm-hmm. It also has a path on land connecting to Victory Road area. So maybe again it's more that like that route is blocked off that connects to the Victory Road area. Yeah, you can't get there yet. Yeah, for whatever reason. And then once you're up in Asdale it has a similar connection because you can be coming at this from either side. Mm-hmm. So Asdale and Kirsten are sort of parallel in that they have a little route that connects to the Victory Road area. Yeah, so Asdale again obviously has that route and if you're playing Pokemon South and you've come from the north you'd be going down with Captain Peg. You would have come from Clay Valley or else be heading to Clay Valley in Pokemon North. So Asdale to Clay Valley, Clay Valley on to Surgeport. Surgeport, Mike's Gym Town. This is sort of the breaking point where it separates into the northern area where you've got more distinct separate routes to travel yeah. right through. I think Surgeport at some point is going to branch off into multiple directions. Yeah, there's probably another connection there somewhere. There's going to be another area that we haven't figured out yet, yeah. but the area we do know is that Surgeport connects up to Mount Mustard. Yeah, which is the town at the base of the mountain, Nick's gym town, before going further up the mountain to Oaksburg, the starting gym town of Pokemon South. So if you're starting in Pokemon South, you would start at Oaksburg and go down to Mount Mustard. And then from Oaksburg, you can go on to Looker View, mm. which is our furthest north point. Yep, Sam's gym town. Alternatively, from Mount Mustard, you could also go somewhere north towards possibly another town. Some other small area. Yeah, again, another area we haven't quite figured out yet. But yeah. Something. And that's why we're mapping this stuff out now, is so that we can figure out what are we missing? What, yeah. what do we need to fill in so yeah. that we can figure out what our next episodes are going to be? <laughs> You've got an idea of what we might be talking about. And when we say this route connects point A to point B, you can kind of to have some vague understanding of that. And shortly after this episode goes up, hopefully within the week following, we will post a map, a rough map to Twitter. Very rough. It's going to be very rough. <laughs> it's not going to be like the official finished map yet because no. it's not finished. But if you are a visual person, I realize that this is something that's kind of hard to follow in podcasts. Yeah, more so than a lot of our topics, I think. Um, we've sort of sketched this out in advance, which is why we're kind of just going through it pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. So there will be a map up on Twitter. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that if you're 
I'm curious as how this is going to look. Off the coast, on the west side in particular, there'll be a bunch of islands. Oh, yeah. Some of which might be main story, but definitely, like, I think a few different areas that could be post-game areas. Oh, yeah. And at the very northern tip, and the very southern tip as well, we're going mm. to have post-game areas yeah. that you can't access until later. Think, like... Think the battle zone from Sinnoh in Diamond and Pearl and Platinum and all those games where you've got just an offshore island that has a bunch of different biomes as well. Mm. Like I'm thinking like there might be a desert that's purely a post-game area. There'll be more like an even colder area to the yeah, north. Yeah, like a tundra. Yeah. And then like a desert in the south. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like there's no towns or anything. It's just kind of open. Kind of similar in a way to the Crown Tundra mm. in yeah. the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing them a little bit like the wild area too. Kind of? Yeah. A little bit, they could be a little bit more open, but not to that extent. Yeah, yeah. They're just sort of areas you can go wander around in and find cool Pokemon. Yeah. It's around about 20 routes in total. Mm Mm-hmm. Give or take. Yeah. Because this isn't finalized. If you have a suggestion for how best we go about numbering these routes, please tweet at us (laughs) because we're really not sure because obviously normally your starting town would connect to route one. But we have two starting towns, so we're not... we're not sure if we should number them... Like north to south, south to north. Or s- some other system. Yeah, starts in the center somehow and just be kind of messy. Yeah, uh, there's there's not a real good solution. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So like I said, this is primarily for us to sort of figure out what it is that we're missing. So let's sort of think about what things we want to fill in some of these empty spaces. Yeah, and what areas in particular, like what we can draw on from real life. Yeah. Like the West Coast to fill it in. Like Starland being a big area and the Tar Pits are both very southern areas. We don't have as many similar locations to the north. Like Clay Valley has been moved to the north. Yeah. To kind of fill it in even though it feels it feels like it would be more fitting in California. Probably. But the whole West Coast definitely had that kind of yes, stuff going absolutely. on. absolutely. So I don't think it's out of place there. So we've got some sort of empty sections especially in the northern section of the region. Mm. So obviously none of this none of this is official so feel free to tweeted us any suggestions or ideas for things that you would like to see included. Mm-hmm. I mentioned before like, the Hot Air Balloon Festival. Yeah. Um, we could have a little area that's you know, like a fairground Yeah, some kind of open park like. Yeah, where there's like a bunch of big drift, field. drift blim and hot air balloon stuff yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. We could throw in like on an island off the coast, maybe like a whale watching boat or something. I don't know. I don't know if that mm. is something that could work, but that's a big thing yeah. In that area. Yeah. So would they be watching Whalemer and Whale Lord? What kind of whales are we talking about here? All the whales. All the whales? All the whales. So Whalemer, Lord, or Crook. Yeah. Poor Punk. Poor Punk. Maybe some sharks. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Fishing minigame or whatever. So we did We did get one. I don't think it's quite as large an area. It feels like an area that would be adjacent to a town or something rather than being a separate location itself. Mm. But we did actually get one suggestion for an area that I haven't really had a chance to talk about yet. Oh, yeah. I got a message from someone on Discord who came via the Green Mountain Mystery Server Discord. Oh, right. Hi. Uh, buttons on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hi, buttons. I think you know who you are. Only one person has talked to me on Discord, so... <laughs> 
they were talking about the idea of it was more an idea for a Pokemon but they were talking mm. about how again it's more California but how along the west coast there were a bunch of steel mills and a big shipyard sure yeah so they were suggesting a steel bug Pokemon based around welders oh that's cool yeah I'm also thinking like there's some like fire stuff going on in there as well sure, like welding yeah. you know yeah. but so potentially some kind of welding factory yeah that would work really well for one of those out of town small industrial areas yeah I'm not sure if that's the kind of thing you'd expect to just be on a route or at the it could be at the end of a route or what something like that yeah. yeah no that's a great idea and again maybe we have our Pokemon to connect to that and if and when we get around to doing that we can talk a bit more about these Pokemon ideas specifically but I just thought I would mention uh, yeah that suggestion in the meantime thank you very much we really enjoy all ideas and sharing them and discussing yeah. them how they'd fit and if they'd fit and picking and choosing bits and pieces you know not just taking someone else's ideas wholesale but being like oh okay so that part didn't work but that part really works yeah another thing that I don't think we mentioned mm. but I know that we want to include is yeah. some farms yeah we've got some berry patches so we've got one a berry patch sort of penciled in between San Vincenzo and the tar pits or in the red beach area so sort of almost a point between those three areas yeah. but we'd probably want something similar up north Somewhere as well north. yeah I guess oh yeah we haven't actually sketched it in <laughs> we didn't yeah and then Johnstown Johnstown which is Kurtzton Kurtzton we wanted some farms nearby as well mm. or some wooded area for him to forage yeah. in there will be an area there yeah. in which you can go gather truffles mm. etc would that end up being because of how the map ends working out Kurtzton is very close to the Redwoods area would that work for that kind of location I think so yeah, yeah. okay so maybe like it, it would kind of like a... flow into that yeah. like they would be separate but mm. a similar aesthetic and it would yeah. start there and turn into Redwoods so one thing I like about this I want obviously there to be an approximate balanced in the amount of areas to explore in the north and the south yeah. but I don't want them to be completely identical yeah. like I want there to be different experiences to have both ends because yeah. otherwise once you get to the other end of the region you you're just like, playing the game again oh it's just the same thing I've already done but yeah. backwards yeah that's that's what I'm thinking too like yeah. the same roughly the same number of things mm -hmm. and like locations on either side but yeah. they don't have to be the exact same so like our Redwoods area is going to be a lot larger than any similar area in the north and it's going mm. to connect to more points in the north there'll be a similar area that I think it's like it can be a mountain range yeah some tunnel systems a, yeah. a mountain area waterfall yeah some waterfalls mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah. like along a route or you know like yeah. a little sort of stop that's like a yeah little mobiles little tourist spot yeah so yeah I think if you've got any suggestions in particular for key locations along the Pacific coast that would be good to include something like those welding factories something that's not a specific location but something that is very west coast that shows up a lot there yeah maybe there should be like a lumberjacking oh yeah some company um, like some sort of loggers cabin some, some logging yeah situations lumberjacker can be a new uh, uh trainer yes. class <laughs> yes love that mm -hmm. areas like that that are very west coast to include especially if they'd fit in the north we haven't gone into the most elaborate detail on any given part but we wanted to just give an overview on the map in general before we start diving into each route and each area in, as we go yeah, forward specific sections that's going to be a lot of subsequent episodes I think like we've done all our gym leaders we've done a lot of our major trainers and battles and yeah. things so, so there's going to be a need, lot more areas we need to start talking about places yeah and, and we finally got a grasp on what that's going to look like yeah yeah. And as we go along routes, we'll make Pokemon that you find on that specific route. Absolutely. And like that. Speaking of Pokemon you find in specific routes, I think we should move on. To who's that Pokemon? 
So we've had a few bits and pieces going on lately that's meant you haven't led us on a Pokemon for a while, just a random root Pokemon. So what have you got? Every region has certain things. <laughs> You know, you got your cats, your dogs, your birds, your rodents, etc. And there's one of these basic animals, basic staple animals that we haven't done yet that I have an idea for. Okay. A fish. <laughs> You've brought us a lot of sea creatures. I, in yeah, general. I don't know why. You brought us our orcas and. It's a very coastal region. Yeah. So a fish. Fish Pokemon, I feel like, are the one that more than any other kind of animal because there are because the real world has so many different fish. Yeah. But for the most part, a lot of those fish don't look and feel that different to each other. Like no. Different colours and slightly different sizes. And so in Pokemon, fish end up feeling kind of generic. The gag Pokemon for this is Finneon and Luminion. It's like the gag forgettable Pokemon. Yeah. Except it's kind of like, I'm going to nerd for a moment. Are you familiar with the concept of interesting numbers? Okay. So the, the idea is there are no uninteresting numbers, right? Because uh -huh. if there were uninteresting numbers, well, what's the lowest uninteresting number? That makes it an interesting That inherently number. makes it interesting. Yeah, like an interesting number could be like, my favourite number is 36. It's the lowest number besides one that's both a triangle number and a square number and that just tickles me. <laughs> so if there is such thing as uninteresting numbers, the lowest uninteresting number inherently has that trait which makes it an interesting number. Yeah. Finion and Luminion are kind of described as being the least interesting fish. Pokemon. And as a result... That makes them interesting. You People remember them because of that. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going over there. Sorry for that tangent. No, it was fun. My <laughs> favourite number 17 is Prime and I like that. Mm -hmm. Alright, so more recent fish. You've got like Bruxish and Wishy Washy, both from Gen 7. Mm. I do. I love Wishy Washy. Yeah. And I know it's controversial, but I enjoy Bruxish in general. Mm. Like, it's a very out there design. Is that the really ugly one? It's the bright coloured one. <laughs> People say it looks like a clown. And it's water psychic. It's got a unique ability. Yeah. It's got some fun aspects to it. Yeah. To make it stand out. Gen 8 gave us Barracuda and Aracuda. Mm. Which I used in my first playthrough yeah. of Sword. But like they are kind of just fish that have a propeller tail, I guess. Sure. What kind of fish are you going to base this on? And how is it going to be unique and distinct enough to stand out? So the fish that we're basing this on is a salmon. Okay. Very Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. I mean, salmon live other places too. But like it's like a huge thing here. Aesthetically... There's this Native American stylized salmon art that I see around all the time, like in my local area, okay. um, that looks so cool. And I would love to have a Pokemon that kind of looks like that. Okay, so it's going to like capture that feel. So it's going to have a bit of a distinct visual look. Yeah. Speaking of the visual look though, salmon, famous, infamous for being pink, but then they're sometimes pink, but not always. There's a few different kinds of salmon. There's a pink salmon. There's more grayish ones. Mm. Well, I believe that salmon change color during their life though. Yes. I don't know a lot about salmon. Because <laughs> uh, why would I? That's a weird thing. Here in Oregon, when you're in like third grade, you spend a whole quarter of the year learning about the salmon life cycle. And then you go out to the rivers and you see all the salmon eggs and all the dead salmon. Right. So salmon are one of those animals that lay eggs and die as a result? Yes. Okay. That's a bit morbid. We probably don't include that in Pokemon. No. Although, Butterfree in the anime. Yeah. That line might have been only in the Japanese version. Oh, fair enough. But, oh, and that was pink too. Yeah. <laughs> the fun thing about salmon, they're really cool fish. Mm. They lay their eggs and they hatch in freshwater streams. Uh -huh. And then they swim out to the ocean and they live in salt water for the majority of their lives in the ocean. And Good. then and then when they are old enough to spawn and go back and lay their eggs, mm -hmm. they swim back upstream. Up they go back to the area where they were born. To, to the die. exact yeah, place yeah, where yeah, they I were born. You know, they fight their way up waterfalls. They're swimming upstream the whole way. It's like a huge 
ordeal and you have fish ladders and stuff like that that are all along the rivers. Right. And it might not be the case for all salmon, but they turn pink when they're spawning. Yes. So if it's pink, that means it's about to lay its eggs and die. Yes. So that's a very distinct thing. So that could be working to the design to at least it could be a form change kind of thing where it could turn <laughs> not get it under a certain level of hit points and it, and it turns into a different mode. It turns pink. Yeah. That could be kind of fun. So you think wishy-washy, yeah. as you mentioned before, has its mode where as long as it's at least level 20, wishy-washy has its school mode where it, many of them come together. And wishy-washy school mode has a monstrously high base stat total as well. It's like, mm. the, again, like we talked about last time, it's like similar to slacking in that way where it's got just absurdly high stats. But the downside is regular wishy-washy, I think is tied for the lowest base stat total of all Pokemon. Yeah. Because once it's lost its HP, it gets really weak. Its defenses are crazy high though in its schooling mode. Yeah. Wishy-washy is really cool. Yeah. Archeops kind of works in a similar way with its defeatist ability. Again, it has really high stats, but when it's below half health, its mm. attack and speed both drop dramatically. Uh. So they get they start out crazy strong and get weaker when they're lower HP. We could do something that's the opposite of that, kind of similar to Darmanitan's Zen mode ability, mm. particularly Galarian Darmanitan, because regular Darmanitan's Zen mode is weird. But <laughs> Galarian Darmanitan's Zen mode ability turns mm. it from the icy snowman into a bouncing ice fire that has absurdly high attack and speed. <laughs> it gets crazy powerful. It's really cool, but it's only got that form when it's below half health. Yeah. We could do something similar. So a form where when it's below half health, it turns into the pink form. Yeah. And then maybe it gets more aggressive and more powerful. Yeah, because it's like fighting its way up the stream. Yeah. It's like it's making itself stronger. Yeah. You know what Pokemon, the whole fighting its way up the stream thing reminds me of though? Magikarp. Magikarp. Yeah, it's I know. It's very similar to that whole... I did think about that. Yeah. It, it does have... It would have a similar energy to yeah. Magikarp. It could be a regional variant of Magikarp that evolves mm. into Magi-Salmon. Okay. <laughs> a new evolution. Sure. Maybe. It, maybe not. But it's an option to us. Yeah. <laughs> I do want it to have like an evolution, I think. You think it should at be least, an evolution? At like, least okay, two stages. Sure. Yeah. Mm. It could be three and the baby is just like a very round fish that looks like a salmon egg. <laughs> oh my gosh, an egg. <laughs> yeah, like the ones in Splatoon. <laughs> Oh, the salmonids. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the salmonids. Yeah, you know, the little orange <laughs> yeah, yeah, eggs yeah. that you're collecting? That, but like, mm. give it a little tail and it's a little baby. So I know we're not there yet, but I have, so I've got this image of a salmon life cycle. Mm -hmm. And the different stages of that life cycle have got some really good names for us to work oh, on. Oh, nice, yeah. There's also an aspect of this that's reminded me of Basque Legion. Okay. The new form in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Which, yeah. Which, when you're listening to this episode, came out yesterday and we'll be playing it a lot. <laughs> Go on Twitter and give the tweet about this episode a like if you're playing Legends Arceus while listening to the episode. <laughs> It reminds me of Bascule Legion to a point. Bascule Legion's got this whole thing of like it struggled through its life and became yeah. more powerful and died and became a ghost. Yeah. Like if they hadn't just done that, I might have suggested maybe a water ghost salmon. Yeah. And like the pink version, it is a ghost, and we just say it's, it's already died. Yeah. Because saying the whole thing about salmon dying after their legs is dark. No, not really for Pokemon. Not for Pokemon, no. <laughs> what are you thinking about for types? So water seems obvious. Yeah, it's water is the base type, but I wanted to have a secondary type. Yeah. And my instinct is to say fighting because mm. it's you know like it's fighting up the yeah. stream and stuff yeah. but we have some water fighting already yeah we have already got Malatops that is Peg's signature Pokemon yeah they're a fighting type gym leader and their signature Pokemon is already water fighting yeah when we make another fighting Pokemon besides a pseudo legendary I want to make sure we can make sure there's at least one that Peg would be able to have yeah and so, I don't, wouldn't want Peg to just have two water fighting Pokemon yeah for balancing reasons yeah. water fighting isn't quite right 
Yeah. So that's it. Then I'm thinking instead, for balancing reasons, mm-hmm. what are we short on? Looking at our types currently, Electric Dragon and Ground are all tied for only four Pokemon so far. This counts as including our regional variants. Mm-hmm. There are only three normal types. Okay. There's also only five Dark and Ghosts, and then Rock, Fire, Psychic, and Poison are all tied at six. Okay. Our thoughts are either Water Normal or Water Electric. Water Electric? Yeah. Why Water Electric here? Um, Currents. As in just a pun? Yeah. Just a really silly pun? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, there are currents in water and electrical currents. Yeah. One question I'd like to ask is, is there any way that it would make sense that this could be water fire? Hmm. Smoked salmon. <laughs> okay, but that could... Hmm. <laughs> when salmon, salmon, that are, salmon that are cooked and eaten yeah. that would be smoked, uh-huh. at what point in their life would that typically happen to them? When they're coming up or downstream. So potentially when they are... A... Right before they go spawn, usually. Yeah, so it could be that it's a pure water type, but then when it has that change into that pink form, okay. that could become water fire, and it could have a smoked theme to it. Instead of doing it as water ghost, <laughs> it's water fire. That's fun. I think it is I lo- fun. I love water fire as a type. Uh-huh. Though. Yeah. Volcanian is is not the coolest design, I don't think. It's fine. It's a good idea, but it's I don't yeah. I don't love it. Also, it's a really cool type combination that is currently unique to legendary, and that lame. Yeah. Here's the other thing I like about doing water fire. <laughs> so instead, let's give it to a really basic, boring fish. Yeah. But then that fish becomes really cool because now it's a water fire type. Yeah, that is cool. And here's the other thing about doing a water fire type. Mm. If we do that, that means we've got water fire, grass water in Maramorb, and grass fire in the Sunflora situation. Oh. So we've got all the starter types paired together. That's fun. Right? And then each of those three could be used by the Elite Four members. Ooh. Like one of them each. Yeah. So it starts out as like a small salmon that's just Goldeen, Finneon, whatever. Egg. Maybe its body is like that egg, but then that's, it's got like... That's what I'm saying. The body is just a round ball. Okay. And then it's got like a tail it's that's a tail and fins. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I like that. And then it evolves, and, and like its regular form will just adult salmon. Stylized in, in that S- very way. Very stylized. Yeah. And then it has a form change, becoming bright pink. Yes. Maybe it's got like some slight patterning change. It yeah. could have like a grilled look to it or something, or a smoke. Like, <laughs> oh, that's like, fun. It looks like yeah. it's been cooked yeah. in the design. And then it's water fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. And that kicks in when it's at what point? I think, I think like 50% health. 50% health? And like, so it gains the fire type I would get a boost to certain stats. I think in this case this is just what ability it has. Yeah. I don't think it has a form where it doesn't turn into that alternate no, form because yeah. that's like what, what would the point be? I think this could just be something mode. Spawn mode. Spawn mode could be spawning. What do you think? Spawning is fine. I think spawning fits better. We could call them ocean form and river form though. Yeah. Ocean form is its default form and river form is what it changes to. Perfect. Abilities for the basic well, I think it could probably just have swift swim. Yeah. It's a pretty classic simple ability for water type Pokemon to have. All we need left for these two then is names. The hard part. I think Fry for the baby is Ooh, good to work Ooh, yeah. On. Fry but, is good. And then that plays into the fact the that when it evolves it's gonna get cooked. <laughs> Small Fry. Another form is Smolt when it's slightly older. Yeah. Smolt Fry. Small Fry. S-M-O-L <laughs> Fry. Smolt. Small Fry. Small Fry. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think so too. I like it too. The adult names are less fun to work with, but salmon also a good word to work salmon with. Salmon is a is a word. Mm, Slammon. Ooh. <laughs> 
I like slamming. <laughs> slamming I don't works. dislike it. It's fitting for a fish that's based on a salmon that yeah. hits hard. I'm a singing salmon, spending all day jamming. Spending all day slamming. I'm a slamming salmon. Slamming jamming. Spending all day jamming. I'm the singing salmon, spending all day slamming. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so today <laughs> we've discussed our map and gone through the details and the layout of the map for you. But also today <laughs> we made a Pokemon. We made Small Fry, which evolves into Slammon. So it's a little baby salmon. It's got a fish egg as its body and then little, little fins. It's small. It's a fry. It's a small fry. Which evolves into Slammon. Both of which are pure water. Until it's taken enough damage and then its spawning ability will change it from its ocean mode to its River mode and it becomes bright pink and it's water fire because now it's a smoked salmon until it's smoke <laughs> coming off it. So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as Cool Classics, Green Mountain Mysteries, and our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. You can find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. And you can also find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Today more than ever if you have any ideas or suggestions or your own work that you've created inspired by the podcast or suggestions for us about locations that we can include along the map we would love to hear them you can tweet at us or you can <laughs> find me on discord or if you want to email us mm. our email is fiercepodcast at gmail.com but until next time gotta, gotta make, make them all, all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. This is an ad for a Pokemon actual play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark. We're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon! Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness! I'm stuck in the ghost zone again! <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then... Come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network. And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice. Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. See you in Sinnoh!